Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, mamas. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Mama Said. We have the most amazing sleep consultant extraordinaire on our show. Her name is Melissa Brown, and she is talking to us all about how to get your kids to sleep, how to keep them asleep, what not to say to them, what to say to them, all the tips and tricks you need. So this is going to be a really, really helpful show for everyone. Um, But speaking of our kids, you know how important it is for me to use green cleaning around my children. I really try not to use any toxic chemicals. Um, But anyway, I started using this product. Product called Force of Nature. It is a little appliance that uses electricity to convert tap water and then plus a capsule of salt, water, and vinegar into a multi-purpose cleaner and disinfectant as effective as bleach. So it's gentle enough to use even on your baby's toys without rinsing, yet powerful enough to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses. It kills even staph, MRSA, and norovirus with zero toxic chemicals or fumes. How amazing is that? So basically, it replaces kitchen, bath, glass cleaners, deodorizers, and disinfectants. Saves you tons of money. It costs less than a dollar a bottle. The best part about this is it is co-founded by a mama. So the company mission is to help parents create healthier homes by taking the worry and toxins out of cleaning once and for all. Please do yourself a favor and visit forceofnatureclean.com and you will get 40% off plus free shipping and use our code mama said please let us know how you like it this is mama said with jamie and jenna okay welcome to mama said i'm jamie i'm jenna hi um i feel like we need to like fly through these wind fails totally because we are finally talking about sleep we know you guys have all wanted to talk about it and we have an amazing um friend and sleep expert yes. here to answer all of your questions so let's get to it wind mm-hmm. fails mommy win Mommy fail. I'm I'm just gonna say a win because I can't even you. think of a fail right now because whatever. Um because I'm Cause like a bomb. perfect mom. Um uh win booked an anniversary trip. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and that's it. Where to? Uh I think we're gonna go to Santa Barbara. Or I know nice. we are. Very nice. I don't know why I'm saying I think. I was like, oh, did you I book know. it? <laughs> I did. Or you I came did. up with an idea. Oh, good no, for no, you. no. We we booked. Okay. Yeah. My win fail, I'll quickly, so so my win is I managed to keep both kids super active this week with no camp, et cetera. Like we did so many different activities and I'm really proud of myself. I actually <coughs> enjoyed doing all of them. Like I, I, I was trying to go with, I know I've told you I'm trying to do the like I get to as opposed to I have to. Yes. Um, so we had a really, really um, great time with that. Um, My fail, it's not really a fail, but it was kind of really something scary that happened. So I had taken the boys in the morning to one of those like indoor playground things. Yeah. And because I'm trying to get Jack to move to one nap, we'll talk about that soon. Um, And 
the alarm went off like like boop boop and it was kind of like in this mall thing and all oh. of a sudden an announcement came on like everyone immediately go to <gasps> the nearest exit immediately go to the nearest exit like no explanation why and it was like this look wait Jeannie, when was this monday <gasps> all the moms like looked at each other and you know that everyone's first thought was shooter okay now you know i can't run right yeah there happened to be a mom there that came up to me and listens to this podcast, which was so sweet. And I've been trying to grab both my kids and move as quickly as I can and get everyone's shoes on. And I'm staying super calm. And she looked at me. She goes, do you need me to run with your kids? Like, do you need me to my help? And I oh just started, God. like, I was like, no, it's okay. And I just started bawling because it is so sad that this is and of course Bo the entire time was like what's going on mommy what's going on is there a fire are there helpers and I was like Bo just stay calm just stay close to mommy you just need to listen to what I say just listen to everything that I say and we got out and somebody there was two people that were still behind me so it wasn't like I was felt like I'm like everyone's gone yes and we just walked really slowly outside and we figured it out and we stayed calm but it's this up reality that we live in now and it's actually a terrible terrible conversation that i have had to have with cutter where i've said to him god forbid there's ever an incident like that you have to take the kids and run Mm -hmm. like i have to think like i can't hold my family back Mm -hmm. from like being protected and like trust that like i'm scrappy and i'll figure it out because i am but like it was a very scary moment. Wow. And I'm it's so just sorry. No, I mean it's just it's just a reality yeah. and I still don't know what happened. It didn't seem like there was anything really, you know, bad or whatever, but you know, in the place I was in there was a movie theater and like all these yeah, different you know, things and it's just you don't know. What a, um what a sweet woman to Oh, thank to you. I forgot that. your name. We talked, but thank you so much um oh. for offering to help me um that meant a lot because every it should be to each their own. I mean, you were there with your baby. You should have been doing what you were doing. But um, it it stuck with me and went a long way. And I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's shake that one off. We'll be right back, you guys. We're finally talking about sleep with sleep expert Melissa Brown of Sleep Shop Consulting. She personally helped me with my nightmare of a time with Jack when he was an infant and sleep. And um, I just love her so much. And we will be right back to talk to her. We all love to refresh our snack drawers, but when's the last time you refreshed your sock drawer? If you can't remember, it's probably time for an upgrade. Bomba socks are made with comfort innovations like arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed. All socks speak for. Super comfortable. They come in hundreds of colors and styles, making them perfect for men, women, and kids. They fit Jack perfectly for his big, fat, chubby feet. They don't have the little red ring around the ankle, which I hate to see. And Bo absolutely loves the seamless toe because, you know, the kids love to complain about how their socks are bothering them. And Bombas has a new line of merino wool socks that are made from soft, warm, and naturally moisture-wicking merino wool designed with all the Bombas classic comfort features. From keeping cool and dry on your morning run to stay comfortable in your office's freezing air conditioning, Bombas socks are ready to work as hard as you do. And for every pair of socks you buy, Bombas will donate a pair to someone in need. How great is that? 
So buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash mama today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash mama for 20% off. Bombas.com slash mama. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back. I'm going to give you a quick background quickly on our guests. Um, Melissa Brown is a certified sleep consultant and has a master's in counseling and pastoral care. She owns Sleep Shop, which is a pediatric sleep consulting company and works with families all over the world, helping them get their little ones on sustainable routines and sleeping through the night. She has an extensive experience working with families during some of their most vulnerable times and has a background in grief and bereavement counseling for families. Getting the chance to work with families in their new additions is such a joy and she loves walking alongside parents as they venture the peaks and valleys of parenting. She's a mother of four, including twins, and believes that healthy sleep habits truly benefit the family as a whole. To learn more about Melissa, and we'll make sure that we repeat this again, you can visit her website at www.sleepshoposc.com. Please welcome Melissa. Hi. Hi. I get like embarrassed even listening to like a bio of myself. You should be proud. You should be so, so proud. I know. Yeah, I know. I get it. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited uh, to be here. Well, thanks I for mean, coming. I can t- I can vouch for you firsthand. Oh. I mean, how much you helped me, and which such a cheerleader. And when I when when you work with Melissa, I mean, you are available to me all the time. Yeah. I mean, I would text you at all hours, everything, and you always were right there for me to talk me through things and explain things, and like literally physically in person came and helped me too. Yeah. Like, and so quick quickly before we get into. I apologize in advance, like the 50 questions. No, I love it. I love it. Because this is just such a important thing. I mean, sleep. I mean, we all need it. And I, I love schedule. I love routine. I'm a slave. And I just think sleep habits is just so important and so awesome when you see it work. Um, Could you quickly just tell us um, how you got started into this and then just your method. Yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of like a mixture of a lot of different things, right? Yeah. Okay. Like it's like we all hear it. Like no baby's the same. No kid's the same. No yes. parenting style is the same. So you kind of have to like adjust to each individual baby and each family and what works for them or whatnot. So my background's in counseling. So I used to actually be a hospital chaplain. So and worked with people who lost babies at the time oh. and like in trauma or like lost a family member. And um, it was the most sacred space I've ever been in and I loved it and obviously as we know as moms like getting kids I couldn't do it there's I do I did not have the emotional wherewithal to grieve and be with these families and the the anxiety I brought home with thinking about what would happen to my kids and you're kind of traumatized and you can't these people and these families you see that so and I say that as that to me was this moment that I had kind of like God had let me be in this part with people and with babies and so now getting you know to do that and you're doing a lot of counseling because everyone grieves differently yeah. everyone's sense of loss is different you know there was I had such a heart for the dads in those situations because everyone does go to the mom and baby of course but you kind of look and you look to the side and see the dad <sighs> sobbing in the corner yeah. you know wanting to be strong but also losing his child as well Gosh. and so um I, I say that as I got into seeing family dynamics and trying to be with them and meet people's needs as they came, you know, and trying to walk people through that and comfort. And you basically just show up because there's no words for someone in that situation, you know. So um, I did that. And then I started doing like high school counseling for girls at a a Catholic high school where I 
was kind of they didn't have to talk to the priest they could talk to the yeah to me and I, I again it's working with families and different um family changes and eating disorders and things that high school girls just go through and I kind of helped them through that and kind of gave them a listening ear and so I love that and then the sleep stuff kind of came like I was like someone was like oh will you what will you do with your baby when I was pregnant I was like I don't know they I get like I had no idea will yeah. they sleep will they not and I um, at the time had a group of girlfriends that were like this is what we're gonna do I was like that's what I'll do too and you kind of just kind of got on routine and always I always asked for help read every book it's kind of just kind of devouring it and it worked and then I'd give a schedule in this routine to someone else and it worked it for worked. them and yeah. then it worked for them and you kind of um it's not like, it's like a perfect gift sign. you're giving yeah <laughs> yeah you're like well follow that and they're like would text me my baby slept through the night yeah and, um so eventually when I was talking to like a seventh degree stranger my husband's like can you yeah. please get off the phone and get in bed it's eight o'clock you've never <laughs> met this woman and I'm like walking her through it and ultimately it's like counseling people through it like this keep doing this you know let's try this or you know just having the support system and not just googling the billion different answers you can mm -hmm. get but walking through walking with them and kind of helping them and so it really is counseling I with victories with, with victories yes and just getting to be with people and kind of noticing like hey this isn't even about sleep this is about just maybe where you're at right now get a babysitter, go get your nails done and have a drink with your girlfriend. You know, sometimes yeah. just having another mom say that and give you the freedom to do that mm -hmm. uh, while also being like, but, you know, if you are going to breastfeed, get home at this time, breastfeed, put the baby down, it, like in giving them a plan, you know, so yeah. that they, everything's not as overwhelming. New moms need to hear, want want to be given a plan. They want to hear that it's okay. Like they want, I, I, I would have loved, you know, someone to be like, Jenna, you just had Milo. It's okay. Go get your nails done. Like I would have yes. loved that permission from permission. a from a um, professional. And that's what you were <laughs> yeah. in so many ways to me because you and like you said, it was just it was individual, and you saw what I needed and what he needed. And I think what's really beautiful is you also. It's not like you're like, okay, your baby is, you know, four months. We can start trying. They should be sleeping through the night now. It's totally. You start habits from day one yeah, like you have advice from the get-go which is great because our questions are going to be literally all over the yeah, map okay. I didn't have time because I'm a mom to organize them in like chronological order but it is like people have needs from you know four and five year olds because you know we know like they be sleeping and then all this you think you conquer one to me thing, last night and then, yeah. then it, they and, and then they're kind of assholes sometimes yeah. so. <laughs> there you go there wait you really go. quickly what was your situation with Bo I don't remember I mean with Jack I don't remember Jack didn't sleep like Jack was up all the time he was a terrible napper and I just I just couldn't get like Bo was a dream Bo when he was little was 12 hours through the night two yeah. hour two naps and then when he switched to one nap right on time and was a three hour napper yeah. and still a 12 hours like he was perfect and yeah. Jack was not I mean it was sometimes it was a 40 minute nap sometimes it was a two and a half hour nap like yeah. and he couldn't no consistency settle himself and so and I was also like switching with from breastfeeding to the formula and all of that and you really helped talk me through all of it yeah and then you were traveling too I remember and that's yeah. always like a big like what do you do with a baby like I know we're leaving in a week what am yes. I really hoping to get done in five days before I right. go and then go to the New York and be on a different time and zone mess it all up. in a different yeah. area yeah so there and you was gave me permission I think a lot in a lot of ways to you know you were like Jamie. He's teething. Give him Tylenol. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like he's he he's got that temperature. Like it's okay. Like this is gonna help him and yeah. you. And 
you really coached me as much as giving me those tools, which I'm forever oh, grateful I'm for. So um, but if you don't mind, I, we're just going to jump do it. into Go questions. In. Yeah. Do, do you it. have any yeah. any questions um, to start with? Because mm-hmm. we're selfishly going to yeah, ask you, you our should. own. Um, you, you know should. what? Okay. The one thing that I'm seeing trickle in right now is my son has realized, and I was waiting for the day, realized that he can get out of his own big boy bed and come into ours okay. without screaming for us and be like, Mom, Dad. Now he's just like, like I could just get up and walk in and yeah. we're so tired we don't realize so okay. we want to kind of nip that in the bud um what what should we do okay so he's four right he's almost my, four almost yeah my okay so what I would with that one I the and there's hatch, no lock on the door like his doors he's and, yeah and that's okay and, and at that age they're like old enough to be kind of scared and worried so like locking them in the room I don't think is a good thing yeah for that yeah. age but um the hatch clock is a great clock do you have, have that it. one okay so incentivize not bribe. That's what I, you know, you're yeah. basically bribing them. Yeah. But I would just set the, the, when you have the color change or whatever it is and reward him, not with a toy or not with a yeah. treat, reward him with one-on-one time. Oh my gosh, I, Milo, I am so excited. Oh, if you stay in there for time. one more day, you get that to go on a date with mommy. And it could be as simple so as going so to the nice. grocery store. It could be something with yeah. you know, your husband, anything, but incentivize him with something that like he can really remember and then it, you can continue to use it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, Milo, I loved when we went to the park, just us that one time for yeah. an hour. I would love to do it again. Can you, I think you can stay in your bed, okay. you know, for the whole thing. I'll try and, that. and it's just constant affirmation and when he does get out, it's walking back. Oh, I'm so I'm so bummed you made that choice. Yeah, I told I asked you not to get out of your room. It's too early, and your body needs sleep. Yeah, and your body's you know. Yeah, just kind of that. Yeah, great yeah. advice. Okay, but one on one time is like they. That's such a nice. good bribe. Yeah. It's a healthy mm-hmm. bribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you enjoy it too. And yeah. I think when they have little siblings, like the toddlers, like getting that kind Special of attention because the toddlers always get more attention because they're toddlers, they're toddlers. They're babies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Okay, great, advice. great advice. So really quickly, speaking of one-on-one time, I'm actually taking my son, and he doesn't know it yet, so it's a perfect bribe. Um, I'm actually taking him this Saturday to an incredible event called Express Yourself. It's for this organization called PS Arts. It's a nonprofit organization that provides high-quality arts education programs uh, in undeserved public schools and communities around California. Um, I got involved. I'm on the board for the event this year. Um, Like I said, it's called Express Yourself. It is so so amazing. I got hooked because I went last year and um, all of the booths are so well curated, well thought out. And I just, you know, I'm probably sending my children to public school and I want to make sure I am contributing um, in a beautiful way. And so um, I immediately contacted my friend who was on the board and and said, I want to get involved. So now I'm on the board of this event. It's again, if anyone wants to check it out, you guys should go to wait what is the let me see what the website is it's www.psarts.org um go check it out like i said the event is this saturday and it's in the afternoon and you know tickets are $200 i think or you could buy packages but it is so wonderful and your money is going to something really really beautiful so at least check it out if you can't go Okay, so with Jack, actually there was two other moms that wrote in our Facebook page that had the same issue as me. So he is 19 months, and he, I'm, we are, have for the past two months have been going back and forth with one nap and two naps. Okay. So he's, 
average goes to bed about 647, okay. 645, <laughs> 7. I was like, wow, you I really know. are scheduled. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm sorry. 645 slash 7. And he, some, most days will wake up around 515. Okay. I don't get him until 6 okay. and he's okay. totally fine okay. about it. He doesn't scream or cry. But there's other days like today, he woke up at 625. Okay. So on the days he wakes up at 515, at 8.30, he is begging to get to into get to his bed. He's okay. going, night, 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 night. So I put him in. He go- falls asleep about 8.40. I wake him at 9.30. Perfect. Okay. We play. We do our thing. I put him down again at 1, and he sleeps till 2.30. Okay. So that's majority of the time our routine. Okay. Then there's a day like today. He slept till 6.20. He has such a crazy inner clock. At 8.30, he was like, we were literally playing outside, and he goes, oh, night, night. Like, he wouldn't even have sight of his bed. Yeah. Ran inside to his crib. My kids I have put never him, done that before. I put <laughs> him in, he and at 9.30, he's still awake, like, just rolling yeah. and talking. Okay. My nanny texted me because I was on my yeah. way here, and she's like, he's still awake. I was like, take him out, and then put him down at 12. Okay. So I've been, tr- I've tried, and he can hang to push him to that one nap, but then when he does the one nap, it's only an hour. Because he's so overtired. He's, he's so overtired and he's used to like that first nap being quick because I wake him up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's going to be starting like a little school soon that goes from 9.30 to 12.30. So I don't like, do I then, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay. So the good, the thing is, so going to one nap usually happens around 15 to 18 months. Right. You know, and there's some babies do it earlier because of the older kids' I schedule. I had to do it at 12 months. And, I had to. Yeah. And some, and some do. Yeah. You have to. There's yeah. no way around it. And you're just, you're wanting to prioritize sleep. So do it as best you can. I love hearing though that because what you're saying with that little cat nap in the morning and then an afternoon nap, some babies at 19 months that works great for so I so love. Should, I, should I still do that? I would. I, well, if you're, this is when you say if that was working, I would say yeah, absolutely. You know, especially if he's getting up early, or maybe have a time like if he's up before six thirty, he gets the morning nap. If not, he doesn't because he's making up that forty five minutes of sleep. So mm-hmm. what you, what he Got did it. was sleep in forty five minutes longer than normal. So that forty five minute nap, he wasn't needing to catch up on the sleep as much as he normally does. But since you said you are transitioning to a school, I would slowly transition based on his age and go to one nap. So the thing with that is that usually they start to, um, he should start sleeping in a little bit longer when he does go to one nap to kind of catch up on sleep. But sometimes they go to bed so over. Like overstimulated that they wake up earlier. Yeah. Because 5 30 is still pretty early for yes. when he's going to bed. So I would even move his bedtime up to 6. Honestly, you could put him to bed at 6 p.m. Hoping, because that will sometimes elongate. You mean sleep. like if he only does like 12 to 1, put him down at 6? Absolutely. Like, so, so a couple things here. So, what I would start to do is slowly, the first thing you're going to want to do is slowly push out that morning nap, right? Because he, they'll never give up their morning nap before they're up. But after. don't you think you could just remove it at this point in general and just distract him? Absolutely. So, you're saying maybe 12? I should do 11 30, 11 30 instead of 12? Um, exactly. I would do 11 30. Like, so you just, like Jenna's saying, skip the morning nap altogether. 
do not get in a car and do not get in a stroller yeah because he will fall asleep and if he falls asleep for three minutes it's it'll fuck it up why is that oh so my god because it's like it's like it resets their yeah. brain you know when so, my son is in the car i cannot get in the car because like if he falls asleep for literally five minutes he doesn't go to sleep till 9 30 yeah. 10 it, it's, it's wild it's a bizarre it's bizarre because it's not like we're they the, caught up on sleep we're right. in the car my husband and i going milo milo <laughs> la 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 <laughs> that's where i like give the lollipops in my yes. day because they won't yes. fall asleep yeah. Yeah. Oh, stash smart. in the car great idea they smart. do yeah so um, so I would start to go from like 11.30 and shoot for like a one and a half to two and a half hour nap okay. if, he, if he'll take it. So keep him distracted. Get him outside. A bath is a really good way to distract an overtired baby. They love the water. Smart. Like So do like you could do colors and foam and it. Like do something fun and different. Get him outside. Get him in the sun. Do something like that. And then do 11.30 to like let's say ideally 1.30 or 2. Move bedtime up to around so like 6. like 6, 6.30? Even 6. Okay. I would go with him. If you see one yawn, put him in bed. It's so funny. You always think like six is so early, but when Daisy goes to bed before seven, she sleeps the longest. It does. Yeah. So it's like a myth that people say, keep your baby yeah. up. They'll wake up. Oh, yeah. They, so they, then you think he'll slowly transition into sleeping later? I think, so. yes, exactly. Because okay. he's going to reset his circadian rhythm, mm-hmm. you know? So you want him to basically go down later. So he's going through sleep cycles. You want him going to, through a light sleep cycle around 4.30 so he goes back to sleep till 6 or 7 versus mm-hmm. getting that sleep cycle at 5.30 and thinking it's time to get up. Right. So he's going to go through more if he's down okay. earlier. So then, and then you only have to do that, I would say, like three to five days at 11.30 and then push it straight to 12. Okay. And I, I, I'm like, I'm not like 15 minutes for one day. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually kind of like, okay, give it two or three days and then you just must, get to where you want to be. Style. It's yeah. so funny because yeah. like when you have no choice to do it, it's like, it's like pretend you yeah. have no choice. Yeah. You no, know? for sure. Yeah. You and I've had like, a great luxury to be able to be like, let's divide and conquer. Yeah. I had the wonderful luxury, but it's maybe done us to disservice. No, 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 no. I think it's great. I actually love that that worked for you guys. Like yeah. that's, a, that's a perfect example of like that. He got his little morning nap. The morning nap is the most important nap of the day. You know, he's at an age now where his brain doesn't need it because morning nap is brain sleep. Afternoon nap is physical. So Whoa. as he gets more physical, that afternoon nap essentially should get longer. Okay. Another great thing with babies this age to distract them, do memorization. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm really not that mom who's like teaching my kids 17 languages yeah. unless they learned it on YouTube or something. Right. Like, kind of <laughs> like, I don't have it. I can't do it. But, but memorization for kids this age, because so much of it, there's a sleep regression around 18 mm-hmm. months. And so much of it is due to brain stuff. Because right. their brain is going a mile a minute. They're almost like, you know when you wake up like with anxiety at like 4 o'clock and you start like going through your list of stuff? Mm-hmm. That's basically them with new words and that color. Like they can't stop thinking. So oh, memorization yeah. during the day really helps gets them tired. Yeah. And so I have a, we do, we have an app on the iPad. It's all flashcards and he's obsessed with it. So something like that. Something like that is amazing. Or even the um, placemats with the states and the capitals. Yeah. And then, and then Bo can teach him too and be like, what's that? And like kind of quiz them and they can quiz each other. Okay. But it really helps. um, So you're essentially combining a morning nap, which is brain nap and an afternoon nap, which is physical nap into both, both or one. And then, so you want to tire them out Mm -hmm. mentally and physically. Awesome. But Thank yeah, you. and then but the early bedtime, like if he's if he doesn't take that long afternoon nap because he might not the first week or so, I mean even early as five thirty is an okay time to. Well, and, and and then like what I do, and maybe I, I, this works for us is when she when Daisy has a bad nap, I just you know usually she sleeps from like twelve to two or like twelve thirty to two thirty. Um, if she sleeps for an hour. For some strange reason, if it's like loud outside, I'll put her to bed between six and six fifteen. Perfect. And um, 
so, like, and also sometimes like when we can't make it home at time, we're putting her to bed at seven forty-five. It's fine, right? Yeah, like nothing totally, like well, for all the moms that are listening, like it's fine. Yes. It's totally fine. And that's the thing. I am not I love schedules too and routine because it kind of just helps with like if you have a nanny or like my I love knowing when I when I left my nanny they were kind of on the same routine because yes. she could stay home with him, you know, mm-hmm. but when but when I had to go out and about, I took my kids out and about and like yeah. and he did it and like yeah. they could go to bed like they they're bet, fine. They can learn to read. They adjust. Yeah. Do not be a slave to it because I think it honestly causes more like anxiety yes. to have like perfectionism and yeah. don't do that. Just say like, hey, today's the cheat day and we're going to yeah. go to the park with friends or down to the beach and they're going to go to bed late and it's going to be fine. So yeah. maybe on a night like that with Jack, give them the morning nap the next day. It's okay. a perfect time when like you're weekends, out late. Weekends are for sure the two naps. Yeah, because absolutely. Usually Friday night we'll go out to dinner, the four of us and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, always, always. All right. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with all of your questions. <laughs> Jen and I are done. I know. Asking. We're like, <laughs> we'll uh... be right back. <laughs> Mamas, listen up. You know how we all have breathable socks and breathable workout clothes, breathable bras? Well, what about breathable underwear? Have you ever thought of that? Well, Fruit of the Loom definitely thought of it. So they make this incredible underwear and it's breathable and it makes you feel cool even through life's most uncomfortable moments. Like, you know, when someone waves to you from across the room and then you wave back and they're definitely not waving at you. Well, yeah, that just happened to me yesterday, but um, those kind of moments. So you need undies that breathe. They are lightweight fabric. They have tiny, tiny holes that provide airflow, keeping you cool all day long. And you guys, like, come on, us mamas, like, really need that airflow down there. So it is designed with total comfort in mind. And if you guys want to try, and trust me, I wear mine almost every day. I'm not kidding you. Like, bye-bye, you know, any other underwear I have. Hello, Fruit of the Loom breathable underwear. Try it. Go to fruit.com and use promo code MAMA to unlock an additional 10% off. That's F-R-U-I-T dot com and promo code M-A-M-A for 10% off to get your Fruit of the Looms breathable underwear today. So feel cool even when you shouldn't. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. All right, we're back. Uh, You're welcome, everyone, because here's all your (laughs) questions. All right. So, again, this is a little out of chronological order in English, but okay. So, the first one is uh, we have a mom that's having a difficulty with transitioning from crib to toddler bed, especially for naps. So, if you have any advice about that. Okay. I, first, I'm just going to say this keep them in their crib as long as you can. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not going to go to college in it. Eventually, like, we kept Bo till over three. So, did, yeah, I did with my kids too. I had to. And it just, he never tried to get out. Yeah. I know, just and and they like it. They like that cozy yeah. spot. So, with that said, if they're in the bed, make their bed cozy. It doesn't need to be a big like we do these like big girl rooms right away, and they're two or two and a half, and they're so little. They like the coziness of the crib and feeling secure. So, so don't you, rush it. Don't rush it. First of all, and then when you do make their bed, it's okay to do the little bed, or you can do like the cozy, like put a pillow under the sheet so it's like kind of they can snuggle up into it like they used to snuggle up against like, like a bumper yes yeah, like something like that in their bed um i also from the get-go set the boundaries like right away this is your bedtime you can get out when mommy comes and gets you or when your clock turns pink or blue or the hatch you can do whatever color they want um, it's the best the hatch i love it i love it and you can do it from it's your brilliant it's so yeah. great um and so like give them like boundaries like mommy's gonna put you to bed and you know depending on age I'm a fan of the monkey lock as long as the room is toddler proof is like that you lose the privilege of getting the door open when you don't 
when you don't follow the rules mm. and stay in bed. You need, the, you know, I always kind of give them the sleep talk. All little kids want to grow strong and be bigger and girls want their hair longer or whatever it is. Like, talk <laughs> yeah. to them. Like, sleep is important. And I'm so bummed you made that choice to get out of bed. Now I have to put the monkey lock on. And the monkey lock keeps the door open a little bit, but they can't get out of it. Oh, you know? I've and, never and, heard of that. Yeah, it's really, it's great. It's great to have on pantries or like any doors Let in the house. Let me just go on Amazon get... really quickly. Yeah. Hang on. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm monkey lock. But um, so the monkey lock is a good thing. But I kind of, I'm more of a, when they're old enough, they understand it. When they're, when they don't get it and they keep getting out now, it probably means they left the crib too early. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a three-plus-year-old can kind of understand that rule. Um, one of the things you can do is put it back and play in. Oh, I'm so bummed you made that choice to get out of bed again. You Now you have to sleep in the baby bed. When you make big girl choices, you get the big girl bed. But right now, you're not listening to mommy. You need to go in the pack and play. And some kids freak out. Question yeah. for you. A lot of moms say, um, I think I did it too soon. I'm going to go back to the crib. Is that a good idea to go back to I actually, something? I actually am okay with that. Really? I, I've like, talked a lot of people into doing that because okay. I think like you go back and it, 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 they, they don't know how to handle be, they're just not, not ready get, yet. Yeah, they're just not and ready And you probably approach it more like not like it's a punishment being like, do you think you would be happier in of here course. still? Totally, kind of thing, totally. Right? Okay. Yeah, or maybe like we can't until you can make the, the choices to, and again, not it's a, their choice, right? right? Until you can make the choices to stay in your bed, we got to put you in the crib. Right. But if you make the choice, and a lot of times most people leave both in there. Yeah. Oh, if you stay in your, you know what I mean, and kind of do that. But it's really hard. But from the get-go, stay strong. Don't, not, I, it's not engagement. Because usually when they get out, they get something. Then it's water. Then uh-huh. it's this. And I'm tired. Or I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. Blah, blah, blah. You don't make a lot of eye contact. You take their hand. You walk them to their room. You need to go to bed. Okay. Um, and a good way, too, that I always tell with toddlers at that age is in the bedtime routine, set it up. Like, make a playlist on your phone. That's like five or ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. Have Do songs they like and songs. Cuddle with them. Read with them. When the playlist is over, Sweet Pea, it's time for bed. So mm-hmm. it gives them like a start and a beginning. You know, you can even do that on the hatch. You can like do like, um, actually my, uh, you can do like Twinkle Twinkle or anything for yeah. ten minutes and, and set a new program. But my son listens to Twinkle Twinkle really, really softly when he goes to sleep. It, uh, and it turns off at 10 p.m. That's perfect. Yeah. And it's just like oh, kind of nice. seeing. Like yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And like so... Anything like that oh, great. is a great way to get them to kind of a start and an ending. Great advice. You know? yeah. All right. The next question, actually, you answered because it was similar of like when they're getting up in the middle of the night that yeah. are three, okay. four years old. Okay. So is next one is, is there a two-year sleep progression? You know what? There is. That I was talking with you with Jack, like the 18-month. And there, there is two years. Every time they go through, it's usually language. It's around that time is like mm-hmm. language and brain and some people or some babies do it right around 18 months others are later and it's around two years so I would say there's kind of always regressions when they're going through any big milestones like learning to crawl rolling over learning to walk and how do you deal with it just let them be well I that's what I would say yeah and I know that's kind of hard what we really do when they go through these regressions is we inadvertently create a new habit so like they get up at two and you give them milk at 2 a.m and then they're like oh it's a great idea, Mom. Yeah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow at 2. <laughs> I will take that milkshake right at yeah, 2 yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. And they and you start doing that. So my best thing is to address it, kind of be aware of it. The memorization thing with that age is a great one. When they're standing in their crib, don't go and lay them down every time. They're not going to learn to lay back down on themselves by yeah, themselves. Yeah. And so um, I would say let them go through it. It's what they should be doing. They should yes. be hitting yeah. these milestones. And they interrupt sleep. They never forgot how to go to sleep, and that's like a big one. The regressions yeah. don't make them forget; it just interrupts. Yeah, the, it, what know. is it called? A cognitive burst, yes, right? Yes. When they like, I noticed that when Daisy 
Um, like the other night, she took two hours to go to sleep, but she wasn't crying. She was Is that talking. When we were on the phone. I don't know. I think you were saying like, she oh was yeah, still awake. oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. And she was like, bah, 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 bah. but I know like something was like bursting in her brain. Yeah. Like she was like talking to, she was like singing Twinkle Twinkle and talking. And I was like, I love this. I don't care that she's not going to sleep because she's like, she's not crying. She's like talking to herself. Yeah, and, yeah. that's, it, that's awesome. exactly it. Or like Happy Birthday. They a lot of kids because oh that's God, the only song so they know. Funny. They sing Happy Birthday I to everyone. You. And then when sometimes when Daisy wakes up in the morning, like once a month or something, this happens where she'll pop up. She'll start saying this one word over and over again oh, how funny. that she I feel like she was like thinking Just about learned. it a lot yeah. absolutely like absolutely. it's like I like I almost feel like I could tell when she's having some sort of vocab Amazing. burst totally totally and when she wakes talking. up in the morning yeah that, yeah, totally. Know. It's like, or when they're like, remember when they're like four or five months old and they sound like a pterodactyl? Yeah. Like they're not crying. Yeah. They found their voice. They're yeah. like, I'm making that noise. Yeah. That so cool. Yeah. And if you get a bit of attention, they think it's even cooler. So just let them do it Got and it. they'll yeah. figure it out. Okay. Uh, how to wean nursing to sleep? Okay. This was an issue that I had. Yeah, because the nursing, they, that is, they're using it as a sleep cue. Like a passy. Yeah, they're using it as a passy. Um, or a sleep with it, what it, yeah, they're using it to go to sleep. They're not necessarily eating more. Right. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a hunger thing. And I always say that because always, hunger, if your baby is hungry, feed your baby. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people yes. think with sleep training, you it's like pushing them when they're hungry and making them go longer. Not at all. You they're were hungry. big with me on the top off bottle. The top. Like, <laughs> I the top before off. I was going to like try and get him to yeah. sleep, I would nurse him and then do like an ounce or two of a bottle. So I was ensured that... Because you can't ever know how much they're getting, yeah, right, totally. from your boob, that he was getting yes. topped off. Because, too, if he was falling asleep, he wasn't efficiently eating. Mm-hmm. So it may have compromised. Mm-hmm. He could have taken two more ounces, and that's why the bottle, you can see it like, oh, he actually took it when he wasn't asleep. Yes. You know, yeah. he's more awake. So we the nursing to sleep, what I can say is that gradually um, give more breaks during nursing to burp so you're waking them up a little bit more. Maybe instead of nursing at 7 to put them down at 7.30, start at 6.30. Right. Move the time up so they're not as tired. Um, interrupt them, sing to them, talk to them, play with their little hands, you know, engage with yeah. them a little bit more um, so that they're not associating getting right on the breast and going right to sleep. And mm-hmm. I would say the same thing with rocking. Still nurse them right before bed. Still cuddle them, still hold them, still rock them. Just don't do it to sleep. Don't do yeah. it for them. Yeah. Help them get there. And you can stay with the baby until they are asleep. Just yes, not you, them. So you remember. So you taught me this beautiful thing where I would put Jack, I would Keep him up while feeding him. Top him off. Put him down. He was still in the swaddle mm-hmm, at that point. Yeah. And I would. You taught me to do this thing of just like rubbing with my thumb his forehead. Mm. Like think of the center of their forehead going down to yeah. their nose. Yeah. And just saying shh. Yeah. And just like have him learn that he's laying there, kind of falling asleep. I'm helping him slowly, assisting him, yes. but like that, like he can relax and kind of fall asleep, right? Yeah, yeah. And he smells you and you're there with him and he feels so, you. He doesn't feel alone, but right. he's he's going to sleep on his own. You're not putting him to sleep. So right. what is yeah. your method? Is it the crying out method? Is it um, a touching method? Like what is it's your a, It's a, a combo of everything. So like what are the most people always ask? Like is it baby-wise? Is it the Ferber method? Is it this? You know, and I think there's a it's combo. Everything. It's everything. It's everything. You do everything. Yeah. And it depends on the age. and the You also baby. too, we would like, we tried one thing and then I was like, and you were like, you know what, Jamie, I think you got to let him cry a little bit right now. Yeah. Because he was, it was a, it was behavior based. Yes. Like once it's behavior based, he's just wanting that thing. So it depends on the age. So I don't go to a particular method. I think whatever, first and foremost, if the parent is not comfortable, we don't do it. Yeah. Because you're never going to do anything you're yeah. not comfortable with. And like so, I personally did the 5, 10, 15. Yeah. Cried out method. Yeah. I think actually that's the At most four popular. Months. Yeah, I think that's the most 
most people can adapt to that because it's like goal setting. Okay, I can mm-hmm. wait five minutes. Okay. The second I walked in the room, we stopped crying after five. I kind of starting to know that's a little bit more behavioral yeah. than it is yes, necessarily. Yes. He's needing me. Yeah. You know, right? And again, if they are in need, pain, or sick, they're not going to stop crying. You know, they're not going to be settled in those intervals. Right. You yeah. know, um, there's a chair method. There's, um, I do sometimes families do co-sleeping and we can do that. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just setting boundaries around not nursing all night because it's, as yeah. they get older, they don't go in and out of those sleep cycles so easily. They're yeah. going to be awake more and mm-hmm. they're more stimulated. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say my method is is more of a gentle approach mm-hmm. um, and consistent. It's like a consistent one. But I the crying it out, I really don't – like I always tell people, if you want to do straight crying it out for – Five nights in a row for an hour and a half. Don't hire me. Just mm-hmm. like go on because that's not what I do. I most people that call me aren't aren't wanting me to just say do that. They're wanting me to here. How about we do maybe like what you did, Jenna, like the five ten minute or the chair approach or something a little bit more gentle, still getting the same results but doing it at a pace right. that doesn't seem so harsh and yes. so because that's really behavior modification. Yes. And how do you know that your kid, sorry, is ready to be? sleep trains like I remember someone telling me that um or or mommy me teacher telling us that if if you say like if you call your child and say Daisy and she responds that's a good sign that like they're almost there's like a level of brain development they can understand routine yeah they can understand habits like if when I cry and I get my passy this happens or when I cry I get a the breast, this, whatever it is. So it's old enough. It's usually around four months, four to mm-hmm. six months, depending on the baby. And it's also when they're capable of self-soothing, meaning they didn't just accidentally put their hand in their mouth. They, they actually did did, put it on purpose. Mm, and so all babies are different um, with that. But I would say right around four months. Like okay. that's actually a really good – I, I – Heard, I don't remember hearing that for so long, but that's yeah. actually a good thing because they're aware, yeah. right? right? Yeah. They're like, woken up to the world. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, how do you stop bottles before bed? I know I'm going to hit this, this, like, especially I think moms worry for their teeth because like I give Jack, I brush his teeth in the bath, but then he gets a bottle Okay. and I say goodnight and then I put him in his bed and he does his thing and he falls asleep on his own, but he gets, a, he, those are his sleep cues is a bottle. Oh, it's a bottle. Okay. So all pediatricians, so I always like give like the generic response, yeah. ask your doctor because I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I am... I have so many friends, so many that we did the bottles forever because that worked. Yeah. And it's not the end. He's not walking around with the bottle. They yeah. all are going to freaking knee braces. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, sucking the thumb, you can't do that. And that's even worse for the teeth. I've right. had two yeah. that, like, yeah. their jaw is so high. But I would say you could start transitioning to a sippy cup. Or you can – some sort of routine that you slowly wean off the bottle. So, I think I remember with Bo, we gave him the bottle. And then as he got older, we are like, okay, we're, let's have the bottle. But then let's quickly brush our teeth before we get yes. in bed when he was old enough. And then I remember when he was – I gave him a bottle almost till he was three. Okay. And then we were on a vacation and I was just, like, so sick of, like, bringing Bring bottle wash. And oh, I love when and that I, happens. Like, a vacation breaks your head. I said to him, I was like, oh, baby – they don't have milk here. Yeah. And he was like, oh. I was like, okay, so you're just going to take your blankie and go to bed. Is that all right? Yes. And yes. he's like, like, you're forced okay. to change. Yes. You're forced to change. Like, and he never asked that. for it again. Yeah. That's, I love that. Because he was so ready. Yeah. And yeah. he's old enough to, like, understand or – My yeah. kid didn't like milk and they never liked bottles because I – well, it's probably my fault. I, like, gave him the boob so much. But um, but I, I – after breastfeeding, after a year, I just never gave her a bottle with milk 
ever. And my son too. Yeah, and that's... They didn't really crave it. They didn't love it. And to be honest, like, I don't care because it's easier for me. Totally, totally. And I think all give them vitamin D drops. Yeah, they got that. They got that. So I would would just say if you want to transition out of the bottle, maybe do a sippy cup. There's so many amazing sippy cups now that they're easy for them. And But still, do the snuggle because so much of what they're attached to is that snuggle. Totally. Is that close time? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, this is something that I'm definitely going to be facing because I Bo did not take a pacifier, but Jack has eight in okay. his crib at all times. So when and how do we break this? Okay, so I would say never. You either, if you're going to break never. it early, you break it at four months. And after that, I personally, and everyone's going to say different because some people call it a sleep crutch or whatever, but yeah. they learn very quickly to put it in their mouth. So I say not until after two or between two and three, but not around any major changes. Mm. So many people, when are, they're two when they have their next baby, right? The ba- their toddler's oh, two. And yeah. they want to potty train and put them in a big girl bed and take away the passy. That is so much at for two, their... Wait, are you saying that two people want to move to a bed? Oh, all the time. Two? Two, because they want to use their crib oh, for their right. new baby. I'm like, there's like, get like a $60 crib on Amazon. Like, oh, just get, Or back and play, gosh. you know? Like, I am so the not a proponent. Baby can be in a bassinet. Yes. Yeah. Like, I am so not a proponent. I, I think you always go to the toddler. So when I say yeah. that, because that's when a lot of people do drop it or they're... Doctor, this so, is so important. If I, I know yeah. a lot of people who are transitioning their kids uh, when they're two, and to eat, and I'm just like, wow. I hope that works for you because when I did it at three ish, and it was hard. Yeah, it's, it's um, sometimes it's a really big buy adjustment. A, buy an Amazon bed. Buy an Amazon bed. Bucks. Yeah, or okay. a pack and play. Don't do that like, to your toddler. No, don't okay. borrow it from it's someone okay. else. It's okay. not fair, and they it's a lot of change for them, and they're totally displaced now as well with a new baby like yeah. don't like think of everything that changed they they're not like oh i'm so old and so cool yeah, they're too they, yeah they can't yeah, they don't way. know so don't take capacity then but i would recommend weaning off of it immediately like do, does he just have it in his bed yes yeah. never so, out of the bed yeah and so i would personally for la- easy life i would just start talking to him about it and be like yeah so when, you, when you're ready to give it back you can do the tooth fairy because he I, has his lovies that he sucks on also yeah and that he has out of the bed which i think is why he doesn't ask for a passy because he, he has... always has one lovey with him he Aww. calls it bucky so i don't know why um and so because of bucky the pass i maybe the passy thing will be easier because he'll it have might. buckies yeah okay yeah and a lot of times it's people they're so used to their when they have a pacifier they suck their thumb they they twirl their hair, hair or rub their yes. their um lovey or yeah. bucky um so it is so cute so i i'm not i don't think it's that big deal i had like a you know my son was three when i was pregnant with the twins and he loved his pacifiers he had like 75 in his bed yeah. he used to like clip them on his face i have no oh. idea how he did it he like loved it loved it and i was like he was at the dentist like, you could you see the it? teeth and yeah. he's like i have four kids you're about to have four kids do not take that thing away yeah. even at three my dentist was and like d- oh he'll jack's be fine. teeth are so jacked you know so up right now from those passies like literally they like they, stick out they straight. stick up that's what mine that and, no, it and was they move so within though. a week they moved my sister's um son had the craziest teeth and they took away his and they were like he she was like i'm screwed um, took away the passy finally, like at three or three and a half. His teeth shifted back within one month. They were perfect. Wow. Yeah, okay. That's, that's crazy. Help. Yeah. And I would just do it when, and you can start talking to him about it and call me when the app is okay. I'll totally walk you I through will. it. Cause some babies don't like this 
passy fairy. Some babies don't like when you cut it down. Some, you know, I think if he's able to understand more, like give him Bucky and say now, like I don't know whatever it is. Now, yes, you can just have Bucky. Right? To- okay. Totally. But I'm so I think jealous of the pacifier. No and my kids also right. never took a freaking pacifier. I'm so jealous. Bo never took one. I'm shocked that Jack. Oh, yeah. it's so I tried weird to have shove, it. shove, 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 shove. They wanted mom. Never took. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you also breastfed for you. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, we're gonna take a very quick break and get back to questions. Okay. There's nothing like enjoying the delicious homebrew taste of Gold Peak Real Brew Tea to give you that comforting feeling of home. So my comforting feeling of home is when my whole family's together sitting on the couch and we're just giggling and laughing and watching something funny on TV. But honestly, everyone knows how obsessed I am with iced tea and I think that's when I feel most comfortable, sipping on my ice cold Gold Peak Real Brew Tea. So it comes in a variety of flavors, 14 to be exact, and different sizes. And it really has something for everyone and every occasion. So whether it's a gathering for dinner or home or something you need as a grab and go, um, or even when it's time for lunch, dinner, or just a quick snack, the homebrew taste of Gold Peak Iced Tea makes every single meal more refreshing and delicious. So with ice cold Gold Peak Real Brew Tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Real Brew Tea, the taste that brings you home. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, um... (laughs) So we have a mom that has a two and a half year old that she never sleep trained or never did anything okay. with. And now she's just desperate because it's just been two and a half years of so much oh, and always rocked her thing. to sleep. And okay. she's like, is it too late? It's not too late. It is a lot more difficult at yeah. that age. And I never want to say that because I, I feel like it tells people like, you have to do it earlier. It's too late. It's right. not that. But like, do it when you're ready. But as they get older and they can understand she knows the difference now. Or a four-month-old's never going to remember when or when they were not rocked to sleep or not. So a two-and-a-half-year-old is. My recommendation is doing something like the Hatch Twinkle Twinkle, like incorporating a time around rocking. You know what I mean? So you start with maybe 40 minutes of rocking one night, and then you lo- you slowly decrease the amount of time it takes. And then it's like a five-minute rock, cuddles, loves prayer songs, whatever it is, some sort of ritual before bed. I'm huge on that. And mm-hmm. I still do it with my 10-year-old. Like we yeah. still do our own little ritual and that and then going down. For a mom, that it's probably really hard. I don't know the situation. A lot of times with a two-and-a-half-year-old, you have a new baby or you're pregnant or something else is going on. They all of a sudden you're feeling like, I can't do this anymore. Totally. And right? you recognize or it's like it's in, in – like you're not having time with your husband at night because you're in the room rocking for two Mm. hours instead of having dinner. And that connection's super important with your partner, you know? So it, it, it starts to affect a lot other of other things. So I recommend staying and letting, you know, rubbing her head, tickling her back, like doing that, but just telling her like, now she's a big girl. She can go to sleep on her own and she will learn how to do it. Um, be very gentle with her because she's old enough to kind of know what she's she knows what to ask for like mama rock me which is heartbreaking for moms right like when they're so sweet but just say you know now you need to go to bed this is our rocking time Mm -hmm. set it i I don't say timer but something that shows them it's here's the start and here's the end and perfect perfect um, what about a room sharing transition where you're going to have kids start to share a room? Okay, so I would say prep them for that. Dark, dark room. Make sure it's really dark and sound machines. It's going to distract them from each other. Um, it depends on their ages, but I think a lot of times if you are going to sleep train your baby, I recommend getting that kind of 
down before you put them in the room together. You oh, know, because, so you can't. So what if they're? You have twins. Yeah. Like, did you sleep train them together, but in separate? I mean, in separate rooms. I did it in the same room at the same time. Okay. okay. You know, so with like multiples, they do wake each other up more. You kind of have to like just be aware because one might be a better sleeper than the other. Right? There's always one that is. We call I call it like the sensitive twin, which means yeah. the much harder one. Yeah. <laughs> of a pain in the butt with, yeah. for the rest of their yeah, life because right, mine yeah. mine has stuck with being the harder yeah, twin for yeah, sure. Right. Um, but yeah, I would definitely try to, if, but I'm saying like if you have a three-year-old and then a six-month-old, like if you were to put Jack with Bo, like Jack would have woken him up. Like, yes, you know, so you try yeah. to, I say you can sleep train in the closet. You can sleep train in a bathroom. You can sleep train. You know, a lot of my clients live in New York and they are in these small and they're like, yeah. they are very creative with their space, you know, but you kind of just put them somewhere away from the other baby and then put them together. Okay. Once you've got that narrowed down, the older baby, I will say sometimes you could do, a, um, if or the older toddler, or whatever, be like, okay, so these couple nights when he is up, you get to come and make a little camp out on mom and dad's floor for just a couple days because it's a privilege you earned because he's kind of fussy you know so move the older one that can go back yeah. to it and put their sleeping bag down and make it like a fun thing right um but i would just say kind of keep with it again start with how you want to move forward these are the rules you guys go to sleep lights out sound machines on and that's it got it you know how can a mom stop co-sleeping so my first thing is i always and i get that call weekly are you wanting to stop or are you being pressured to yeah. think you have to stop because some it Good works question. for some people and it doesn't work for other people most people do not plan to co-sleep it kind of becomes what happens mm-hmm. so that is where i help but some people plan to co-sleep great i would just stick with it until yeah. it doesn't work anymore right. um but the co-sleeping i would say uh transition part way through the night so maybe start co-sleeping um or i'm sorry start in the crib for I don't know, 7 to 11. Then from 11 to the rest of the night, bring them in bed a couple days. Then maybe 7 to 1 in their crib, mm-hmm. bring them to bed. So, And then you slowly just like, just like you got rid of feedings that night, you yeah. slowly just get yeah. rid of getting back in bed. So then they're Smart. in there the whole night. Oh, but great. again, you can do that as gently as you want and yeah. as slow as you want. Okay, we have a mom that her baby naps very poorly at okay. daycare. Yeah. And so when she picks the baby up, it's a nightmare, and the baby's nine months, and okay. is completely exhausted by bedtime. I'm sure so tired. So, that's so and that's must. I mean, I feel for these moms. I mean, we're here sitting here talking about you know when what to do when we're home with them and everything. But my gosh, when it's out of your control and you have to work, that's so hard. It's so hard, and da- all daycares are different. Right. And all, some of them will honor what the parents do at home. Some of them are like, sorry, we have too many kids. Yeah. We don't let them cry for a second, or they won't do sound machines, or right. the room are right. not dark. So the best advice I would be, I could say, because this is for people that have you that have to look for daycare, things to look out for. Talk to them. Do you guys honor our schedule? Here's kind of what we do with our kids. Can you, I know it won't be perfect or exactly, but do you guys try to do it close to what the baby does at home so it's not different? One thing. Look for the dark nursery rooms. Those are important. Ask if you can bring a lovey. Yes, the lovey, because it smells, it's familiar, they sleep better. And ask if you can bring a sound machine, because some sound machines help babies get into deeper sleep. And it also, with all the other noise going on or another baby crying, it helps a lot. Um, I would tell that mom, try to catch up on sleep. So one of the things she could do is take a longer drive home so the baby gets a little catnap in the car mm. and then get home. And unfortunately, that nighttime routine is probably a little bit more rushed because the baby's just tired and put them down. Try to let them sleep. Um later in the morning or as late as you can before you have to get them up to go to work, you know, and yeah. try to catch up that way. And then another thing they can do with the daycare is just ask them to incorporate one more nap. 
Because even if the naps are poor, you're better off having three short naps than... Aren't there some daycares, though, that are like, sorry, they got just one nap. That's the way they, everyone does it here. They do when they go to a certain age. They do. And so that's when you moved yours yeah. at 12. I've, I've helped a lot of clients move to a nap at 12 months, one nap at 12 so months. So they need yeah. to find either a different daycare or... Yeah, yeah or and I always tell people, like, there's a lot of options out there. Obviously, do what's best for you, but talk to them about it. Some of these daycare people are amazing and yeah. will totally, you know, but don't be scared to ask for what's best for your yeah. baby. You know, but an extra, for that mom, I would say try to just ask them to do an extra nap. Yeah. Okay. All right. I want to quickly get through these last few. Um, so what about if a baby throws his passies and lovies out of the crib in the middle of the night, screams, and just waits for you to come back to put them back in? <laughs> the, that old trick. That little that- that yeah. little fucker. That's what I say. Like, My daughter does it with her lovey sometimes when she oh. really needs me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like they're such – that's what I joke. Like they're little assholes. Like yeah. they know yeah. – they are smart too. Yeah. They know. Yeah. Like I've had one client who just dangles, will look at the video monitor, <gasps> dangling her lovey over. And I'm like, that is let so her funny. fucking drop it and go to bed. Yeah. If she is that smart to look at the monitor and, yes. and tempt you – that is so – oh, I'm so sorry you made the choice to throw your lovey yeah. out. Oh, man. So well, don't go back in. Oh, and I say that. What, did I do it with my kids? Yes. I would do one or two times. And then after that, I'd be like, like sorry, yeah. you lost you, it. You're yeah. done. Okay. You know? And even – because one to two times for me was sustainable, right? It didn't yeah, like course, impact me. Of course. 17 times? No way. No way. That, they are just working you. So yeah. I would say do it once and tell – but be very clear – if you make that choice again, you will not get your lovey till the morning. Mm. I'm so sorry. Got it. You know. Okay. How to stay on schedule of travel. I feel like I'm kind of like really good at this. Are you, I want to so, hear. Okay. Tell, tell us your tips. I bring the same sound machine. Mm-hmm. So they have the same sound. Mm-hmm. I bring all the loveys. Um, I rub the sh- crib sheet all over me so it smells like me. And I just bring all the same sleep cues. I love it. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that, especially the first night, that it's the same time as their normal bedtime. Okay. Um, so that it just feels fr- very familiar. So yeah. they get like, oh, this is a new place, but like, oh, I get it. This is, this like, I bring the same light, the same book that he reads while I get his bottle ready. I love it. So I just I love do? picturing you rubbing the <laughs> how crunchy. How did I do? All, By the way, I do it right. super central. And <laughs> oh, I just, my God. Like, Wait, what do you mean you, you, like, what do you mean you rub it? Like, like the crib sheet, oh, I'll rub it the, on my neck. You mean, like, and, like my crib body. That they, crib sheet that you bring on the trip. Yeah, the travel crib. That's Got a, it. Actually, you, that's like an A plus plus. Like, that is, because the smell is such a big deal You the to the babies and as they adjust. Another thing is you could just use the crib sheet they slept in the night before that's you left a, traveling. Yeah, that's just what I take I, it off I the bed. Okay, we're back with some their, shitty yeah, mommy. Yeah, mommy because it smells yeah. like that. I love the love. Everything you've I'm going to read a listener. So right okay. Or even if they don't, it doesn't smell like them, I bring them like his her own crib sheet yeah. in general because yeah, right. like smell or not like That's they're used she, to that you feel, feel. In the yeah, sense, yeah. In the and it, it might be a little big for the travel thing but who cares you just like stuff it yeah you just stuff it up yeah. there. those are great ideas okay. and i just say um time zones when you go west or mm-hmm. i think hawaii get on hawaii time or you're gonna have a miserable yeah, time, get on hawaii hawaii time. But if you go day. east it's kind of fun to yeah, go east go to new york later. and go out to, go out to dinner, dinner. Yes. yeah, yeah so stay on california time yeah. as much as you can they yeah. will adjust and usually when you're traveling you want them up later all of that yeah. so it works so try yeah. to stay on california okay, time yeah. awesome. how do you handle night terrors okay so night terrors are um a lot of kids have them and it's usually overstimulation and overtiredness so mm. night terrors 
um, a couple of things you can do. One, and they're also genetic. So ask around or ask your mother-in-law or ask your like husband if you or if you had them, your mom. Because they can be kind what of genetic. What is it, Are they waking up screaming? What they wake it? up screaming. Okay. Um, they're kind of not totally awake. They're right. kind of just screaming and yeah. thrashing. And um, all kids kind of respond a little differently. Yeah. But it's usually overstimulation. You'll see it a lot <gasps> with toddlers when they've missed their nap. Go uh-huh. back to the nap. Like three-year-olds, some three-year-olds are not ready to – if they start having night terrors, go back to their daytime nap for mm. a three-year-old. Um, it, they're going to bed too late. Right. Too much of um, iPads, TVs before bed can cause it. Their brain, the blue light in iPods, TVs, I'm sure you guys know mm-hmm. this, about it, breaks down the melatonin production so their body doesn't produce it. It stimulates them. It's kind of like, you know when you have fever sometimes and you have like very yeah. weird dreams? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. It's yeah. like overstimulation. Um, another thing you can do if they're at the same time every night, let's say they're at 1.30, I would recommend um, moving bedtime earlier, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half earlier. Um, going in about 15 minutes before their night terror usually happens, wake them up, give them a drink of water, take them to the bathroom, give them a hug, kind of just reset them so they mm. get into a different sleep cycle. Because it. it's usually at the same Smart. sleep cycle. Wow. Who would have known that? Okay. Last, quickly, quickly, because we'll, we want time for shitty mommy. Um, ideal temperatures and must-haves that you give. Like, oh. And we can link it to our Facebook because you told me the great sound machine to get. So what's, what's a ideal for like sleep for babies and kids? Okay. Temperature 68 to 72 degrees. If you go in there, your baby's face is like nose and hands are cold. It's too cold. Yeah. If you go in there and they're sweating, they're too hot. Yeah. Babies have a really hard time in toddlers regulating. You know when they run around, yes. they're all sweaty, yeah. regulating their temperature. So I always say cooler. Dark as can be. You want that room like Vegas. You want to be like, they don't know what time it is. Yeah. So it will help through time changes. It will help when they're sick. And then the sound machine is super loud. You want it loud enough to give comfort when they're newborns because the sound machine does bring comfort loud enough to block out outside noise um, so that they're not getting woken up by the dog or the doorbell mm-hmm. or to- another toddler running around so I would say dark cold and a very loud sound machine is like the ideal sleep environment and then a lovey I love I'm, a, I'm I love such a lovey, a lovey yeah. fan um, when you get approval from your doctor to put it in the crib. yeah <laughs> oh too. you're welcome moms we will be so right awesome. back with some shitty mommy 60 seconds that's exactly how long this commercial lasts you know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer for your car with TrueCar. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, or just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home. Just go to TrueCar and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from a local TrueCar certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then, simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Okay, we're back with some shitty mommy. So, Melissa, before we put you on the spot to share oh a gosh. shitty mommy story, I'm going to read a listener's. Okay. Um, her name is Jasmine. Shitty mommy! She said, my daughter ate one of those packets to say do not eat in, like, new purses or shoe, buckets, shoe boxes. I called Poison Control right away, and they said this is one of their most common calls. Apparently, it's non-toxic, and they say that only because it's a choking hazard. Literally was the scariest thing ever. So many thoughts went through my mind. So good to know. I mean, obviously, still keep out of reach of your children, but, like, a little bit of comfort of knowing they're not, like, ingesting, like, some massive poison. Yeah. Because it is something that's – 
You My think it's son like found poison. it the other day in a pair of shoes I ordered for him off Amazon and was like, is this salt? And I was like, no, it's not a salt That's packet. So it looks like it though. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. You're, I got like so much anxiety thinking about shitty because I have so many of them and oh. like some where I'm like, well, no <laughs> one will, no one will hire me if I share that one. <laughs> but, share a safe one. Yeah. No, I, you know, I know. So I, I like to say, because like with the shitty mommy, like I've done it all. They've been like months where all they ate were goldfish. And, right. You know, the, the empty threats and the bribes and the, the oh, lies the empty, and like the empty threats th- all the time. Like my yeah. husband, I am like notorious for it. Yeah. Like the, I, I, the ones I think of are around bedtime when I have like a care factor of this much for them. <laughs> yeah. And it's the tooth fairy. I have never... I have my kids lose their teeth all the time. They have so many teeth. I didn't realize we all had that many teeth. I have never, not once, brought the tooth fairy on the first night they put their tooth. Under the oh my god! I have forgot every single time, and <laughs> and awesome. I don't even care to the point where you guys. I told my eight year old there's no tooth fairy because like she, it happened too many times, and I was like, yeah. you know what? You Disapp- guys, it's fake. Disappointment sucks. Fake. Yeah. And here's twenty bucks, and you know what? The tooth fairy is yeah. not fucking real. Here's so hush like, money. Yeah. Don't money. tell any of the don't other take kids. Your siblings. You're welcome. Yes. And then I the tooth fairies with Santa. Okay. Yeah, with Santa. I know. I was like, that one's keeping. And the other one that I've done that this one's so bad is. When they were like um, in diapers, but like a little older, and they'd like pee their bed, and like it would be on the sheets. I would just there, just half asleep. I just put towels, towels. back under there, yes. towels on top of them, like towels, and like to the point where like maybe a day or two later, I forgot to change it. I like go to give them a kiss. I'm like, oh my gosh, it smells like pee. I'm like, oh, my that's a good kid. one. <laughs> it's like, who wants to do laundry? I just though? forgot. Yeah, I just forgot. I'm so tired. And I was, you know, so I, don't, I don't know. It's okay. So, you're uh, <laughs> well, we love you. Thank you so no, much you. for coming on. Thanks I'm so happy to see me. you. So Thank you, you for everything. I'll keep you posted on Jack's nap. Okay, please do. Nap life. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, all right. We're going to leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, nothing is really lost until your mom can't find it. Did I say this one already? No, I don't I think hope so. Not. Okay. So true. Well, Bye, it's, it's a good reminder. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are... Gold Peak Iced Tea. The comforts of home are never far away. Find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Bombas. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash mama. Force of Nature. Get 40% off your first purchase plus free shipping at forceofnatureclean.com and use promo code MAMASAID. TrueCar. When you're ready to sell or trade in your car, visit TrueCar. Fruit of the Loom. Save an additional 10% of your purchase by going to fruit.com and using promo code MAMA. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at virginia.org.